From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. That's right. It is a, another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, breaking down all that District 3 action from the 3A, 2A, and 1A schools. Brandon Bainey with Logan Green. Logan, how are you? I'm good. Just uh, getting ready to to head on over to you this weekend. Well, today, actually, it's uh, um, this afternoon. Yeah, it should be a fun weekend for some state championships. Yes. So a little behind the scenes here. We are recording this on Thursday morning. The first of six state championships start tonight in Holt Arena. Two state championships for football tonight, three on Friday, one on Saturday afternoon. If you want to see the full schedule of games, of course, IdahoSports.com is going to be broadcasting all of those. Just click on the Game Streams tab at IdahoSports.com. Logan, in terms of football, I can't, and I've asked everybody this week, I can't think of a weekend where there's like nothing going on in the Treasure Valley. I mean, there's there's nothing. Yeah, it's uh, it's dead. I mean, there, there might be a, a few secret... Um, boys basketball scrimmages you know under the table that we don't know about and uh, maybe a girls game here and there but uh, it's dead there's no state championship here um there there is nothing yeah it's uh all is quiet over here in district three <laughs> and the only team that's uh, playing for a championship from the treasure valley is weezer they they are carrying the torch for the entire treasure valley it's pretty incredible to see that yeah, yeah, they did a great job going on the road and winning, <clears throat> excuse me, winning that game at Gooding, a game that they really, from, from what I can tell, had control of early and kept control of that game. They were able to control the tempo and, and force Gooding to play what they wanted to play uh, and earn themselves a trip to the state championship after a big win over an undefeated school. Yeah, so so me and some of the uh, guys in East Idaho have been have been joking a little bit this week because you know it's always a battle of teams from the Treasure Valley, teams from the East. Which area really has the best football teams? I think it's played out this year that, that the East certainly had the better squads. And we joked, you know, I said, "Hey, Weezer is the only team that's uh, still competing from the Treasure Valley, and they've got an East Idaho guy coaching them, Tom Harrison, right?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, you know, people are always going to look for those. Um, arguments and in, in, in that uh, quote rivalry between the two sides of the state. But I mean, you look at the games this weekend and <clears throat> a lot like, especially that Rigby um, Meridian game I was at, that could have gone either way. That was just who made the first mistake or really who made the first defensive play because nobody could stop the other. And it just happened to be Rigby who made the first defensive play um, that, you know, knocking a ball out of the hands of a receiver on fourth down. And then, and then they in turn won the game. So they could have gone either way. District three, you know, really put up a tough fight. You saw Melba go on the road and almost beat North Fremont last week. Uh, And then Cole Valley and um, Nampa Christian played really tight with Bear Lake. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's who won the game. And like you said, this year, um, East Idaho has the upper hand so far. Of course, Weezer has a lot to say about this about that this weekend, and I, I think they have a really good shot. I know that um, I picked Homedale. I think everybody picked Homedale to beat Sugar, um, but Homedale, 
they could not move the ball. And that was something me and Wayne talked about before the game was what was going to be the difference. Was it going to be Sugar Salem's run defense or was it going to be the run game of Homedale? And it turned out to be the run defense of Sugar Salem that really played the factor in that game. Yeah, and we'll we'll dive into that game in in a little bit. Let's let's start with Weezer because they're the team that's still competing. They, yeah. they had to travel to Gooding on Friday night, and you're right, Logan. This was a game that they pretty much had on cruise control from start to finish. Uh, they end up winning the game uh, by a final score of forty nine to twenty seven. And talking to Scott Burton, who was on the call for that game for IdahoSports.com, he said, "Really." Weezer lined up in that Maryland eye formation where there's three backs in the line behind the quarterback and Gooding just could, could not stop the running game. Yeah, they, they, they have a great run game, couple of great backs back there for Weezer. You think about, you know, Brett Spencer and Willie shirts, they can just put anybody they want back there. I mean, those two are kind of the, the workhorses, but you throw anybody else back there and they're going to pick up a first down more times than not. Yeah, and Brett Spencer, rightly so, has gotten a lot of the uh, attention and credit for this Weezer team. He's the the senior quarterback, uh, has a verbal, uh, or excuse me, has an offer from the University of Idaho to to play football for the Vandals. And I think two things go under the radar when it comes to the Spencer name. First of all, as good as he is at quarterback, he might be an even better defensive back. He was an all-state defensive back last year, and I almost put him in our top 10 defensive backs in the entire state of Idaho but I thought it would look weird to have him on quarterback and defensive back. So, uh, so, so that's the number one thing. Number two is I don't even think he he's the most important player. I, I think the guy that's really come up big for, for Weezer in this playoff run is his younger brother, Brock Spencer. He's made so many great plays at wide receiver in, in the game two weeks ago against Snake River. He returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. He has been uh, an electrifying player for Weezer, and he's really come on. Yeah, when you can have an electrifying player like that, that's a huge thing to be able to take back the opening kickoff for a touchdown. It can deflate a crowd. It can deflate another team. Um, It's just a gut punch coming out of the gate. And so if you have a player that can do things like that, it's a huge game changer, a huge momentum swing to be able to have somebody that can do that. Um, You know, the, the Seven points is seven points, right? If you if you go on an eighty yard drive or if you run back a kickoff, but I think there's a little different sentiment when you run back a kickoff. It is it's truly a a punch to the gut, and when you can have a player that can do that, that's you know that's an X factor. It can make a huge difference in a playoff run. Yeah, so that that really buoyed uh, Weezer two weeks ago in that win over Snake River. Uh, speaking of Snake River, uh, Weezer's coach, Tom Harrison, of course, legendary coach in the state of Idaho, won, I think it was eight state championships at Snake River in the 90s, won a title at Pocatello. I think he's got 10 titles total, probably the winningest coach in Idaho history. And it's been incredible to watch what he's done in a short amount of time with a Weezer program that's that's been good but historically, you know, hasn't been a big player in terms of state championships. So it's nice to see this turnaround for Weezer High. Yeah, and it's it's slowly been brewing for them. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, um, they were they, not much was expected of them. And uh, Paul and I went out there to Weezer and did a game against Gooding. Um, you know, Weezer Gooding, there you go again. Um, but this was back in the Shane Jennings day of of. Um, of Gooding and, and they were supposed to come in and roll all over Weezer and Weezer comes away with a big win there. And then that was maybe where you, you start to think, Hey, 
what 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 does home Daryl or excuse what does Weezer have rolling here? You know, they they won this big game and then sure enough, they've been able to make it into the playoffs last couple of years and uh, finally taken that that final step forward. Of course, they did lose to Honedale this year, but um, you know, it's a wash when you get in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what happened before that. You just win what's in front of you, and that's what they've done so far. Uh, won their home games, won their road game last week, and now they uh, get to go to Holt Arena for a state championship. Yeah, so so the first semifinal game was Friday night, and Weezer won that game. And I think everybody thought, okay, we're going to have a, a rematch of Weezer and Homedale, that game that Homedale won 14-6 to in the regular season, two district rivals going at it. This is going to be great. But then Saturday came. And Homedale didn't advance. They lost to Sugar Salem. So what we'll do is we'll we'll take a break. We'll hear from our sponsors from DL Evans Bank. This is Community Banking. We'll come back and recap what happened in that Homedale Sugar game because you were at that game, Logan. I'm very interested to hear what you yeah. thought ahead of the championship preview Friday night. So we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk about Homedale and Sugar Salem in that other semifinal from last week right after this on the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Wherever you are, D11's bank is right there to help. From applying for loans to opening new accounts and signing documents, personalized service is just a video call away. This is Bank Live with D11's bank. This is Community Banking. Back on the Treasure Valley PrepCast, IdahoSports.com, Brandon Bainey with Logan Green, both wearing our hoodies today. You've got uh, Carolina Panthers, right? I do. Go, go ahead and show it off. I know. I, I love Cam Newton. I know he rubs some people the wrong way, but I love that man. And so it's it's great to have him back. And whew, that was – I woke up my two-year-old taking a nap when uh, Cam brumbled in for that first touchdown last week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm unapologetic. I won't even – I love Cam, and I don't care who hates me for it, but yeah, he's awesome. I'm Anyways. shocked. I'm shocked that when I introed you on the podcast today, you didn't yell, "I'm back!" I know. I'm back. <laughs> Those memes have been hilarious. <laughs> People have thrown them. They're really, they're really good. Like I saw one. There's um, there's a fried chicken place back there called Bojangles. If, if anybody knows Bojangles, I'm like, I would be a spokesperson. If, if they were in Idaho, they'd be our sponsor, 100%. Even if they weren't paying, I'd put them on. because, Anyways, they, they tweeted out, they're like, we know why he's really back. And they tweeted out the I'm back thing with a big bucket of Bojangles chicken. And I'm like, mm, that would be me right there. That's that's where I always stop when I go. But, uh, yeah, no, great to, great to see him back. Now, obviously, this isn't to concern anybody in District 3, but right. um, concerns me, so – Yes, Logan, a, a, a long-standing, diehard Carolina Panthers fan. My hoodie is uh, Montana Grizzlies. Grizzlies. This is the big week, Logan, uh, up, it up is. in Montana. It's Montana. It's, it's for- a little disappointing game day didn't go. I know they were making a, a push to have game day go there, but, uh, I mean, the big sky, You you. I feel like you could bump the big sky up to the FBS level, and, and they'd hang around. I mean, clearly Montana beat Washington and how many big sky teams. So here, okay, Brandon, sorry, this is a, this is a, a not relevant to this either, but the transitive property, right? The so-and-so beat so-and-so, mm-hmm, right? You can follow it back for Idaho state to beating Alabama. Oh. Uh, so I, I just crowned the Bengals champions right now, right? How could they, you possibly, Idaho state only has one win. How exactly. Do you- so they beat, they beat um, UC Davis who beat Tulsa, who beat Memphis, who beat Mississippi State, who beat 
uh, Mississippi State beat uh, Texas A&M, and then Texas A&M beat Alabama. So transitive property, give it to the Bengals. Hey, and if the Vandals can beat them this weekend, Vandals headed to the college football playoff. If they don't put them in, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, you look at the top 25, and at times this year, there's been up to five teams from the big sky in the top yeah. 25. I mean, that's 25% of the of the poll right well, there. Well, right now, it's like five of them. There, There's five in the top 11, or, yeah. or maybe it's four. I mean, it's just stacked. It, it's crazy. Big sky is is legit. Um, it's, yes. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad they didn't go. Uh, game day didn't show up there this year. Yeah, I don't think that was ever a serious consideration. I think they wanted it, but uh, ESPN, I don't think it was ever really on their radar. So anyways, Montana and Montana State playing this week in college football. The reason I bring this up is is in a long roundabout way to say that, hey, if you want to see our hoodies, you want to see this Montana hoodie, you want to see that Carolina Panthers hoodie, you can watch the video of this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page. You can also get the audio-only version of this podcast at IdahoSports.com and wherever you download your podcasts. All right, we'll climb out of the rabbit hole here, Logan. We'll right, get back sorry to, about that. <laughs> we'll get back to uh, uh, 3A football. So we talked about Weezer advancing to the championship game, and uh, everybody thought, okay, Weezer made it. Homedale's next. Well, Saturday, they lose to Sugar Salem. I think it was 16-7, uh, to 7, right? Yep. 16 okay. to seven. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, and on the uh, Wayne and I were there doing the broadcast. And uh, that one thing, and I mentioned earlier was that what's the difference? Sugar was only giving up, I think something like 68 yards and game on the ground and Homedale was rushing for over 300. So something had to give there. And it turned out to be the run game of Homedale. The first drive of the game home. And I tell you what, I've never been in a game where there were such long possessions uh, by the time Homedale was done with their first possession, there was five minutes. I, I mean, it was long possessions. I think each of them had two or three in the first half. It was they, they keep the ball for a long time. Um, but Homedale went down and they did it through the air. Uh, is how they scored on their first drive. Uh, they they ran, 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 and then a bit a big play up the a pass play across the middle picked up most of those yards. About a forty yard pass play from Jackson Dines. Um, and that's kind of what set up the touchdown. Then the, the touchdown was through the air as well. Um, it was a short pass to the left side into the end zone, which was also aided by the, they, they failed on fourth down on that drive, got bailed out with a penalty and came back and scored, but it happened through the air. And that was the first drive of the game for Homedale. And then they didn't score the rest of the way. Um, they had some chances, but really could never get a long, sustained drive going again they did get one towards the end of the half um and then they they didn't convert on fourth down they needed to get to the 10 yard line and got to about the 11 uh very close to getting that one in and and man that's one that that i'm sure homedale would like to have back um but sugar salem did a great job at containing and not you know they they almost said "We'll, we'll let you pass on us but we will not let you run and you saw them try to throw the ball a lot, and and they just it wasn't a position they had bit. It just just they hadn't been there often. I think Jackson Dines only threw for a thousand yards on the season, not because he's a, a bad quarterback, just because that's the way their offense flows is on the ground. Um, and and Sugar came back and scored. Um, they, they scored two touchdowns before the half to make it thirteen to seven. And then Sugar kicked a field goal with about a minute and a half to go, something like that. Not not a lot of time left on the clock. Maybe it was two and a half minutes. 
uh, to make it a two-possession game. But, I mean, it was right there the whole game for them. It was within a possession the entire game up until those final two minutes, and they, they just could not get it going on the ground, and they could not get it th- going through the air. That Sugar Salem defense just just swallowed them. Just, uh, and credit, I, I didn't – I thought the break would be the defense of Sugar. And, and that's my crow to eat right there was that I thought that Hongdale was going to get through and, and, and run all over them, and, and clearly they did not. Sugar Salem is a really good front seven. Uh, Boyd Sorensen at defensive end, Ryan Harris at linebacker in particular. And I agree with you. I think their secondary is a little shaky. And and so uh, two weeks ago, they played Marsh Valley in the quarterfinals. And Marsh Valley is a team that likes to throw the ball. And they had a lot of success. They had the lead the entire first half. Marsh Valley did and almost won the game. You know, Sugar escaped. Uh Sugar seems to be escaping a lot lately. Uh, I think yeah. I think their defense um, is so good, and it has to be because their offense, quite frankly, has been putrid. At least what I've seen. I don't know what your thoughts are about Sugar Sims. I think this is a a great matchup for Weezer because Weezer is a team that likes to throw the ball, and yeah. Sugar is a team that really has struggled to to score a lot of points. Yeah, I, the offense was not. I mean. Homedale's defense is very good. They held Weezer to only six points. So, you know, you look there and say, well, maybe they, they ran into a tough defense, but they did not. The, the offense, they they had some, you know, they had some room for improvement, I thought. It was just a slugfest <clears throat> that game, and it was weirdly warm. It was almost it was almost 60 degrees. Like we were hot there in the stands at Homedale. It was very warm. And I don't know if people were expecting that or not, but um, yeah, I I really like the the matchup that Weezer gets here. I think the Spencer brothers might be the difference this time. It, you know, you can say, well, so and so beat so and so, so so and so should be so and so, right? You you can say that all day. We just we just talked about it, right? ISU is not going to beat Alabama. It's not going to happen. Transitive property tells you yes, but um, you, you look at. Homedale beat Weezer and then Sugar beat Homedale. But I think that it's it's matchups, matchups, matchups. And I think I really think that, like you said, that secondary for Sugar versus the passing game of Weezer, that that might be the matchup to watch in this game. And 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 to Homedale likes to run it up up the gut. They kind of they they don't um they weren't spreading it wide with their run game. Dines wasn't running much in the option at all. And and you see Weezer do that a little bit more. Um, they like to spread it and get um, up and down more than left and right. Um, so y- you might see them using that to their advantage, getting out and spreading that Sugar Salem defense out a little bit and maybe finding some gaps in the secondary when they open up. Yeah, I, I think this matchup just sets up really well for Weezer at the same time. Sugar Salem's kind of got that mystique around them. They just seem to they'd be going for their fourth consecutive 3A championship, which is just unheard of at any level yeah. in the state of Idaho, but should be a, should be a great game. And uh, that game will be Friday night. It will be at uh, five. Let me double, right? Yeah. Let me double check. The times are so weird, dude. There, there's a game kicking off at nine o'clock tonight. The two, a championship kicks off at nine o'clock. Who thought this was a good idea? Nine I, o'clock on a school night. I, I on a Thursday night. And what, what kind of, my opinion I, I don't know how it's fair to Weezer to play on a Friday at five. How is it fair to their community to travel 
you know, I always hear East Idaho people griping about having to travel somewhere, but how about Weezer having to travel? It's, it's about, you know, from Weezer, it's about an hour from my house and then, you know, a r- roughly three and a half. It's almost five hours on a bus to get to Pocatello from Weezer. Um, on, on a Friday, like for, for those people that they, they have work and jobs in that community, I'm sure would love to travel to the game and it just puts them in a tough spot. And, you know, it's, 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 it's because that Idaho and ISU are playing on Saturday. Um, they're at the, at the dome and the way the rotation set up is that everybody, most of the games are in East Idaho this year, just based on the rotation. And that, and that's another thing. I think people need to look at those rotations. It's fair it's it rotates every year. It just the way it works out sometimes is that they all end up in one place and they all end up in another. It's not out to slight anybody or favor anybody. It's just a rotation. It you know it maybe the Treasure Valley teams. You know the year that it's in it's in the Treasure Valley they don't win. <laughs> And so it moves over somewhere else. It could potentially be in the same place year after year if it's, you know, based on the rotation. So anyway, that that was just a soapbox thing. It's well, well, part of that too set, is, is is that three three of the four games are featuring teams from East Idaho. It's it's an all East right. final, right? Highland and Rigby, uh, Oakley and Rav River are considered East according to the IHSAA, and then and then you have Firth and Westside. So so when it's two East teams, it automatically goes to the East. I think a lot yeah. of those games would have been other places, but again, the East was was so strong this year that uh, they end up right. getting all the spots. So yeah, I think the five A one because it was in the East last year, it wasn't right. set to host unless it was an East East, and that, that and that's another one like. Rocky Mountain had to go to Rigby last year and they won it. So, you know, it, it's not set up to disadvantage anyone. Um, right. But yeah, it was, there's a lot of games at Holtz Arena this weekend. I mean, between high school football and college football, uh, it's going to be quite the day at Holtz Arena. Yeah, like it's gonna, yet, I guess. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun at Holt Arena for sure. Last point I'll make, uh, and then we can kind of wrap things up. Uh, with with Weezer uh, traveling and playing the first game, they do that so Weezer can then turn around and get home at a decent hour, right? If they're going there five hours, um, they got to go drive five hours back. And so they want to make sure they're not getting home at, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. So that's why they get the early game. Um, and then they have the local teams that are a little closer play play the late yeah, game. Play I, I do kind of get that. Yeah, it just I guess if it was a Saturday at one o'clock, that would have been the right. I guess that that would have just been it, it. Couldn't have happened this year based on how there's a game at Holt Arena. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting Thursday state championships. That's um, yeah at nine o'clock tonight. That that sounds late. But like you said, it's Firth and Westside. Those two schools are 45 minutes from Holt Arena. So, right. So, not too much of a concern for them. But uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. So, that 3A championship Friday, 5 30, Holt Arena, Weezer against Sugar Salem. Four seed versus a three seed. Weezer will uh, be the home team in that matchup, uh, despite being further away from Holt Arena than Sugar is. Um, okay, real quick, Logan. Uh, I, I kind of hate how the seasons overlap because you had girls basketball open their season last weekend, and it just got completely overshadowed by the by the football semifinal stuff. I, You know, in Montana, where I live, uh, or where I grew up, 
they wait. They wait till football's done. And then they run girls and boys basketball concurrently together. There's not this two-week overlap that exists. Right. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they do it because football's still playing and the girls are done. All their sports are wrapped up. So why not? But like you said, I think their first couple of weeks kind of fly under the radar because people are busy with this. And I mean, I've been looking around, seeing some scores from around the area. And and one that I noticed, and you know, we'll talk more about basketball. We'll, we'll do our basketball previews um, in a couple of weeks. Um, but just just a quick dipping our toe in the pool here. Uh, is is a couple of games with involving Parma. Parma perennially um, perennial state tournament team. They they seem to always be in the mix. They're always there. Uh, but they had two. They got beat twice this week by two A schools. Um, Melba, of course, and, and that's one. Obviously, Melba was in the state championship last year. Um, they're going to play anybody at a high level, no matter the level um, of competition. And, and Melba beat Parma um, last week. Uh, this week, I'm mixing up the days here. Um, they beat them in the last week, and then Coal Valley Christian did as well. So the Chargers coming on strong, looking looking really good this year uh, with a big win over a, a powerhouse 3A squad. So we'll have a lot to talk about when it comes to girls basketball coming up here in a few weeks. Yeah, I know Matt Beglinger, the the head girls basketball coach at Cole Valley Christian, is pretty excited about his team this year. He, he thinks he's got a good squad, and I, I tend to agree. But yeah, Mel- Melba, Parma, Cole Valley, all three, uh, I think, will be at state, you know, playing this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of teams that are always there and do well. You think of Rimrock, who who seems to always be there as well, and and they're they're a great team. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. You know, we got a lot of good teams here in District Three. You know. You just pin right there on Melba, though, to start with, how they made that run to the state championship last year. Um, and, and they're going to be looking to go back, but to, to bring home the different color trophy. That's right. So, yeah, girls basketball off and running. Uh, football will wrap up this week. Programming note, next week we're going to take the week off. It's it's the week of Thanksgiving. A lot of people are traveling. And this is a good uh, natural stopping point for us to kind of take a week off and reset and recharge. Logan, we've been doing this every week since the start of August. I don't know if you realize that or not. <laughs> no, I have not. I, that That's a long time. So hopefully yeah. nobody's uh... – too too tired of listening to us <laughs> right yeah if you only get a weekly dose of us i think it's okay every yeah, day though small doses i don't know <laughs> for sure so so we'll uh we'll have no podcast next week for the thanksgiving break we'll come back in two weeks and really start diving into to basketball and wrestling and and all those great winter sports so uh logan safe travels over to pocatello for the uh, championships and uh yeah have a have a happy Thanksgiving too. What what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, I think we're gonna do just like a day trip. My um, sister in law they live in Idaho Falls, um, so we're gonna. Most of my wife's family, a lot of them are from um, Rigby Manan area, um, so I think we're gonna we're gonna go. Um, well, just to my sister in laws. They live in Idaho Falls, so not not a long, just a there and back trip. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. And Brandon, what are you doing? So uh, I'm from Montana, as I've said numerous times on the, on this podcast. Um, so we are going back to Montana, my wife and I. Uh, we'll go back to Montana, see our family up there. We're kind of the outliers. We're like the only people in the family that don't live in Montana anymore. So we always have to travel to see that. You have to go to them, right? Yeah, that's how that works. So yeah, it'll be, nice. it'll be, it'll be fun. fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, some days off from work, right? 
Yes, for sure. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a week off. We'll come back in two weeks with another edition of the Treasure Valley Prepcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the championship games this weekend. For Logan Green, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.